salt shaker. Salt shaker. To the way maker. To way maker. It's the salt, salt for me. It's the salt for me. Salt shaker. Salt shaker. To the way maker. It's the salt for me. Hey, Happy New Year and welcome to episode 8 of It's the Salt for Me brought to you by the Salty Christian. I'm your host Marie. If you haven't already, please subscribe, share and leave a comment or two. So, New Year new me. Nah, but this is the year to let go and let God. I know God has a plan for my life, so I'll go with that, whatever it may be. Resolutions? I stopped making New Year's resolutions years ago. I always let myself down in a matter of minutes at the drop of the ball, so it really became pointless, and the guilt that followed me was unbearable. Besides, when I think about it, I always made resolutions based on the plans I had for myself rather than what God might have planned for me that I wasn't aware of. And you know, never the twain shall meet. I'm sure what I wanted was completely different from what God wanted for me, Because my relationship with God has been a little rocky over the years, it never even occurred to me to ask him what he had in store for me, ever, let alone in a new year. So looking back, I probably didn't think he had anything for me. His silence on my other prayer requests spoke volumes. I stopped seeking his guidance. I didn't believe that God had a plan for me. He kind of skipped over me when it was my turn. So I figured that all God had for me was heartache, depression, and sadness, which brought on more heartache, depression, and sadness. I wasted so many years making plans for myself that would never quite materialize. And every time I was really excited about something, something else would come along and steal my joy. And my previous prayers would also remain unanswered. So it just made life really rough for a long time. Fast forward to the past year, give or take, I finally decided that I have to get it together. Get right with God, stop running from God, which will be a whole other episode on how I'm more like Jonah than I care to admit. Matter of fact, I'll be touching on mental health, healing, and so many other issues this year. Anywho, now that I'm working on my relationship with God, partially through this podcast, I've noticed that I pray a lot more. I mean, I don't think I ever fully stopped praying, but it slowed down tremendously as I was losing my faith in God. I've been noticing that I tend to talk to God a lot more outside of prayer. Just like this regular conversation, it's like we have this never-ending conversation going on. I thought it was pretty one-sided for a minute, but lately I'm finding out that it's not. It seems like God is in the business of talking to me again. Whether or not I listen, you know, that's on me. But when I don't listen, he tends to irritate my soul until I see things the way he wants me to. And as I've explained before in previous episodes, this is how God operates with me. Sadly, my normal response is to try and look past it because it's always something I don't want to do or say or feel, but God won't let go until my final answer is, yes, Lord, I'll do it. God has been reminding me of everything he has brought me through in the past. Each time I went through something, I would fall to my knees, do exactly as God told me, and he would bring me through shining like a diamond. In hindsight, I can now see that it was the times I was going through things and thought I knew better than God that I suffered. Suffered like nobody's business. The heartache and pain I put myself through by not fully giving it to God 
I mean, it's like I trusted him with some aspects of my life, but not all. Clearly, I was a fool. I couldn't let go of some things, no matter how much I wanted to. I needed to fix things, or at least feel like I was doing something to help the situation, because God was clearly taking his time. I wasn't able to trust him with things that were, you know, most precious to me. Yeah, what kind of sense does that make? And I knew what he had already done in the past because I would look back and he would show me and he would remind me. Ironically, those same things that I wouldn't let go of and let God handle were still there. I let go some time ago for my own sanity. I let go and let God and out of nowhere, I have seen so many miracles happening. Things I didn't think possible. And I'm being filled with the Spirit. It's not all happening at once or in a certain time frame, but you know, the Bible says it best. I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And through my newfound love of God, I pledge to let go and let God. And he is doing the daggone thing. Let me tell you, you know, it's only the beginning stages. And I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not. It's process. I must literally talk myself into letting go of things every single time, big or small, just letting God take care of it all. Sometimes waiting on his knowledge and wisdom before I can even make a decision. And as you may or may not know, my impatience has put me through some tough situations before. So pretty much severing my relationship with God because I felt some type of way. I have to continually remind myself of what God has already done in my life and how during the times when I was at my worst, but at my best with God, that, my friend, is when it all worked together for my good. God has a plan for our lives. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I think God wants us to draw upon him in our daily lives for everything, not just when big things happen that we all of a sudden go into panic about. You know, he wants us to seek him with our whole heart. And that is when we're going to find him. And you know, without God, how can we even have hope? Proverbs 16, three says, commit to the Lord, whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. So my understanding of this is that we need to commit our lives and decisions to God. Stop for a minute and think about what God might want for us rather than what we want. Just let go and let God. Matthew 6, 25 through 27 reads, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? You know, I'm reminded that we don't need to worry about anything, really. I look back over my life, 
and have gotten through things that I thought would kill me. God has always provided for me and my family and my friends. When there seemed to be no way, God has always made a way. And I lost sight of that because I lacked trust in God. My lack of trust in God wouldn't allow me to let go. And God wasn't able to bring his plan to fruition. So, you know, I am learning to trust God again. And honestly, he's been showing out a little lately. It's almost like he knows he can trust me again, too. But it feels different this time. This time, there's no turning back. This year, I am pledging to let go and let God. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope this will help you let go of your burdens and give them to God. Let God do the worrying for you. He is still in the business of making miracles happen. We just have to let go and let God. I'll update you from time to time on how this is all panning out, and I hope you'll join me on this new journey. I again invite you to subscribe, share, and leave a comment or two. I'll catch you on the next episode of It's the Salt for Me. Until then, be blessed and be a blessing. Salt.